Welcome everyone to episode seven, the series finale of Walking with God in Grief, which is the season finale of season three, Love My Sheep. I am your host, Miss Lydia. It has been a wonderful week filled with challenges as none of these episodes were able to be uploaded at its pre-planned schedule, and only two of my topics made the cut, so to speak. As everything about this platform is at the direction of the Lord, I have to trust His leading, and that includes our last topic of this series, distractions. We will all be challenged with distractions in our grief journeys, and we also try to mask our distractions at times. As our focus is to be first and foremost on the Lord, let me begin with a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you for this platform and for bringing it to its final episode of this series, despite all the challenges. Thank you especially for all those who pray for this ministry and pray over your people. Lord, may we all have a desire to seek your glory first and foremost. May that be evidenced in how we handle the challenges we face, in how we pray, how we communicate with each other, how connected we are to you, how aware we are of ourselves and of you, how we deny your glory at times, our anxiety and our guilt. Lord, you see our challenges in our walk with you. As you companion with us, may we companion with you, unyielding to any of the distractions that are in our lives or that come our way. To you, Father God, be all the glory. To you be all the honor. And to you be all the praise. Amen. One of our greatest challenges in our walk with the Lord will be the grief or griefs itself, whether it's a relationship and its breakdown, a car accident, a humiliation, a health condition, a loved one's health condition, a job, lo- a job loss, and the list goes on and on. Grief is more than just loss of life, and knowing and identifying what our griefs are are pertinent to our journey with the Lord and our journey with others. If we do not identify them to bring them before the Lord for his response, whether it be healing or endurance, we will project our grief onto others and other aspects like our work and our health that will suffer the consequences. What we see in ourselves, we will project onto others. If you see Jesus in yourself, you will project him outwardly. If we suffer from low self-esteem, low self-esteem, we may project that onto others by implying that others also see us in the way we see ourselves. Or we may assume others also have low self-esteem because we have it. We are distracted by our perceptions. We are distracted by what we perceive are other people's perceptions. We are not fully comfortable to surrender every aspect of our being to the Lord. Let me read Romans 14, verses 7 to 13. For none of us lives to himself, and no one dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ died, and rose and lived again, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, 
As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then each of us shall give account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another any more, but rather resolve this, not to put a stumbling block or a cause to fall in our brother's way. Amen. Much of our judgment, whether it be of our brother or of ourselves, are as a result of our griefs. Is the contempt we project onto others our contempt for our griefs? Are we so focused on what others are doing, not doing, saying, or not saying that we cannot focus on living for the Lord? When we live for the Lord, He lives within us and through us. Do you believe our God loves anyone? less or more than he loves you? What do you truly believe? Lest we forget that we are called to reflect the Lord. And so if we must compare, may we compare ourselves to the reflection of God. Romans 8 verse 18 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Our innate nature to compare ourselves is also a suffering. One of the things I have noticed throughout my life and have never understood was when I would tell a story about myself, my audience would insert themselves in their reception. I would often hear the following responses. Oh, that would never happen to me. Or I could never do that. And I often wanted to say, this story is not about you. Truth is, all of our stories are not about any of us. We keep trying to personalize an ownership of our lives and our circumstances, but the li these lives are not ours and are not ours to compare. So how do we get our focus back on the Lord and stayed upon the Lord to not get distracted? Good question. And truthfully, is it humanly possible to not be distracted at all in our journeys? We are all human and we are all flawed. We all fall short of God's glory. That is what makes our testimonies relatable and will resonate with others because we know we are not perfect, but we acknowledge that God is. And we keep trying to do what Jesus calls us to do. Matthew 5 verse 48, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. So let's not read this verse with our natural eyes. And remember, we are to deny ourselves, to die in the flesh. And if God is fully occupying ourselves, our hearts, our minds, our desires, then of course we will be perfect because it, because it is no longer we that live, but Christ that lives in us. And we see that time and time again in Paul's writings. God knows it's hard to live for him. He also knows we all have different journeys at a different pace within this race. But that doesn't mean anyone is better than anyone else. David says in Psalm 139 verse 14, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. That isn't only for David or specific people but we all are to marvel at the works of God. 
and that we each are fearfully and wonderfully made. So he is cheering each and every person on. So whatever is distracting you in your journey, whether it be your brother or your sister or your circumstances, know that God sees you and he is cheering you on to look at him. He knows what it takes to get your eyes back on him and he knows when you are ready to do so. Uh, in an episode in season one, I focused on knowing your audience. God knows each and every one of us. He knows his audience. And we are tested if we know him, who is our audience in prayer, who is our audience even with our lives. And if we truly have a burden for someone, we will know how to demonstrate his love to that person in the way he wants us to do it, when he wants us to reach out, what he wants us to do, and what he wants us to say. We are not to be distracted by perception. We are not to be distracted by experience or routine. We are not to be distracted by personal grief. Lift up the name of the Lord above your own and anyone else around you. Father God, I thank you for this time and whoever is tuning in. I don't know why they are listening or what they are hoping to glean from your word, but I pray that you will speak to their heart at this very moment. Open up their eyes and their ears to hear from you and you alone, uncompromised by the distractions of the flesh. And Lord, if they are so debilitated in their grief and they cannot articulate their pain, I pray that you will send your angels to encamp around them so they can see with their own eyes that you send your protection in your love. May they witness your hand of protection to testify of your goodness. May their longing to testify of your goodness come to fruition. And if they have seen it before and are in a dry season, God, I pray that you will nudge them a little closer to you. Help them to identify their distractions, to desire to draw closer to you and away from their distractions. Father God, may we know what it is to truly and fully trust you and to walk in faith, knowing that the valley is temporal. It is not our dwelling May we all be comforted by your rod and your staff to ward off our distractions. I thank you again for this platform and to pray for all those who are tuning in, whoever they may be. You know them, Lord, and I marvel with them at your works as you have fearfully and wonderfully made each and every one of them. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for what you are doing in all of our lives, even when we do not understand it. To you be all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for journeying with me in this season of walking with God in grief. I pray the Lord encourages you as you continue your journey with him. Lord willing, season four of this podcast will begin August 28th. Until next time, know that I love you and the Lord loves you the most.